Welcome to Behind the Register, where we talk one-on-one with other business owners in downtown Fredericksburg, Virginia. Find out who's behind the register and discover what's in store for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Register. This week, we will be talking with Joshua Lawrence Salon, and we'll be talking with one of the co-owners, Josh Becca, and we are going to find out how people dealt with COVID and their hair, as well as what are hair trends coming up and the holiday season. So I'm going to bring Josh on and we're gonna have our chat. This episode was brought to you by Skin Touch Therapy Spa. We are a boutique spa offering massage, skincare, and natural nail services. Located in the heart of downtown Fredericksburg and Culpeper, Virginia, Schedule online or purchase a gift certificate for someone to enjoy. Spa local. Hey, Josh, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you, Brian? Awesome. Okay, so tell me where you're at (laughs) and tell me where Joshua Lawrence is at, too. Physically at or mentally at, which is two <laughs> distinctly different questions, right? Let's let's start with the physical, then we'll move to the mental. <laughs> sure. Physically, uh, right now I'm at the salon. I'm in our basement, which is at 417 Williams Street here in downtown Fredericksburg, Joshua Lawrence Salon. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm down here in the basement in between uh, our guests right now. I love it because this is actually, it's called Behind the Register for a reason because we're actually like really going into spaces where people don't see and you're getting to meet the owners. So I love the secret access of it. No one ever sees the basement. It is a basement, you know, from a building built in 1826. Um, But spruced up as nicely as we possibly can. Yeah, this is really behind the scenes down here. Totally. So how long have you been at that location now? Has it been a year yet? We hit two years in Oh my July. God. It's been two years. I know. It went, very, it went very quickly. It feels like two years and 15 all at the same time. But <laughs> what we did is here for two years. Oh, congratulations to you. So awesome. Thank you. Um, so tell us about COVID. Like you shut down as well too. Um, yeah. Tell us like in the months of shutdown, what were you guys all doing? What were you guys planning? What were you guys thinking? Again, you're the co-owner, so there's another person, there's another Josh, uh, who's your partner and co-owner as well too. So talk about like what discussions you guys had when there was a shutdown. Um, well, the, we shut down on March 18th and we made the call on March 17th to do so. Uh, it was probably about midway through the day um, we at the time had only thought, okay, this might be like a couple of weeks. Um, but we weren't sure we didn't have any of those answers at that time. Um, and then I think once we got into it and it kind of kept growing and it was like, oh my gosh, we're going to be in this for the long haul. What do we do? I think that's when our panic kind of like set in because not only are you know we both financially um, connected to the salon obviously but all of our staff um, uh, we have single moms we have people with families we have people that take care of you know other people and it was it was how do we manage to get through this in a service industry where 
you cannot social distance at the end of the day. Um, it was a lot of questions that we had no answers to at the time. Um, so during that time period where it was like, we thought it was gonna be a few more weeks. So then we, uh, we had rescheduled everybody and then we realized we need to not reschedule anyone until we have a clearer picture of where this is going at the end of the day. And just like everybody else, you basically had to clear the books. Like I'm sure yeah. like, people pre-book a, a lot of the times. And so basically you just went in, cleared it and just said like, when we reopen, we will just call you all, you know, back. Exactly. Pushing them multiple times and stuff. Right. Yeah. Once we did it the first time and then had to do it again, it was like, we can't do this. This is, this is a lot of work to, to handle that and we don't have the answers that people are looking for at the moment about when we were going to reopen or what that looks like um so yeah like we like everybody else we were just glued to the tv and every word that was said about business we were stuck to about how do we navigate this time and ensure our survival the business survival and our staff survival through this um financially emotionally um it was tough. Was there anything that you kind of did for fun or that you did to just kind of get through shutdown personally yourself? <laughs> like, did you go on hikes? Did you take hot baths? I don't know. I wish I could tell you we did something more fun, but I think we did what maybe most people did, which was watch Netflix and drink a lot. I mean, that was <laughs> that <laughs> is kind of drowned our, yeah, I drowned our sorrows for a little bit there. Um, just because we, to literally have that control taken like no control over the situation our business nothing um we tried to do the little things that we could do but um it was mostly just self-medication <laughs> we, we instituted a cocktail hour at five every day um just to delete <laughs> like the I'm work surprised day. you guys waited till five <laughs> we, we were, were very disciplined <laughs> <laughs> we were lucky we made it till about three. I think that's when cocktail hour. Well, that's better than noon, I guess, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, and then when you reopened, uh, was there just like a crazy line to get in? Were you getting calls for people to kind of like open up sooner or private appointments? Like what, I mean, because you have loyal, loyal clients. Um, what yes. Kind of like, like how were you able to you know, first you're just pushing away the books and then now you're like reopening it. There must have been floodgates, I'm sure. Well, we tried to think of everything from every aspect about what we could do and what was going to be in the best interest for everybody at the end of the day. Um, we certainly had people calling us, asking us to do private appointments. Um, the only reason we did not do that was because we didn't want to put ourselves at risk going to people's homes. And then in turn, going to one person's house and then going to another person's house and going to another person's house. You know, we didn't want to put anybody at risk at right. the end of the day. So we just decided it was best to not do private appointments um, and just have everyone stay quarantined. Um, but we did look at other aspects like, can we sell color kits? Can we do all of this? And none of that was really feasible with the products that we would need to do that, but more importantly, our color company highly advised against it. Um, just because right. you are dealing with a chemical service and a chemical process and you don't want anything to go wrong. In the salon, we can, we manage that. So like 
and you you're also professionals too. I mean, like there's one thing to give professional products to people that might not uh, know how to use it or might mix it incorrectly or leave it on too long. So you don't want any damage or, you know, them to get hurt by the product. Absolutely. 100%. Um, I but, think, you know, I will say that, you know, we, we miss doing it. I remember uh, Lawrence saying uh, all the time that he just missed the smell of hair color. He missed <laughs> it. Like, he, you know, like. That must mean you guys love what you do. Um, and it was funny because I would give like my, my newborn massages and stuff. So I, I did miss it as well. <laughs> well, and we're both bald, so we can't even like practice on each other in this whole time or anything like that. So either one of us uh, could not live up to what we wanted to do at the end of the day um, until we got back here. And, and the question, and also like, I think, you know, a lot of businesses were able to pivot, right? And do different things. But I think for a hair salon, it is hard. And, you know, even if you were selling shampoos out the door, it's still not the same amount of money to cover a, the service or the overhead, I'm sure, you know? Um, None of it, especially we're completely service-based. If you, you think of it like 90 five percent of any income coming into this business is from services the retail section for us is the smallest aspect of the business and while it was great to do curbside and, and be able to do that and you know our wonderful guests of the salon who purchased gift certificates and everything during that time to just kind of help give us a little cash flow during that time um was wonderful but just retail alone wasn't going to cut it for us yeah at the end of the day um, and, and, and also back to, you know, reopening, I'm sure the biggest thing was safety of your clientele, safety of employees, just how to operate. And I know that like as a business owner, you just went through every scenario or every protocol um, just for that safety reason for it. So it was like a lot to do just to reopen. I was very thankful for you during that time because we did talk a few times about the different things and how we wanted to do things and you know what was going to be important for both of us to keep in mind for you know the safety of our, our clients at the end of the day uh, it's why you know we didn't open up right out of the gate in may when we could have because we really wanted to take the time to think through the processes of how our flow of the business works um, where do we need to implement um, certain covid protocols sneeze guards um, we have shower curtains between the shampoo bowls now. Uh, on top of being able to even find PPE and stuff like that that we need just for general operations moving forward. Uh, we couldn't, at that time, I couldn't find gloves, hand sanitizer, face masks. And I really wanted to make sure that I had all of that um, cured and that I had kind of a steady stream of like, I knew where I was going to be finding all of that stuff. Yeah. So we did, we made sure we had time to get that stuff ready installed and then also run through processes before we brought staff back to make sure that everything ran smoothly and we could explain to them exactly how all of the new procedures were going to go on top of the you know we're very stringent with cleaning we always have been i'm a type a person i'm very clean this just took it up to the next level um so we wanted to make sure that everyone understood the importance of that Totally. And it just shows how much you care, right? And I think with independent businesses, it's you can be so specific and you can be so detailed oriented. 
um, and really take the time too. I mean, like each day that you take that extra time, you're losing, but the trade-off is that you're doing it and you're reopening correctly, which like applause to you, you know, instead of just rushing to get in. Um, and I totally remember that time where it was like so hard just to find gloves, uh, hand sanitizer, masks, like all of those things. And it was, it was nice because I felt like there was this underground network where we would text each other. It's like, oh, I, we found it here. Like you can get this. And, and I think that was really helpful um, at that time, even though it wasn't publicly, people didn't really see that was behind the scenes. Uh, it really was happening here in Fredericksburg. Um, oh, the downtown community was so great. Uh, our, our guests were so wonderful, even above and beyond just being downtown. Um, but to have that support from the other downtown business owners that were going through some different struggles because of different businesses, but also, you know, it was still, we all still had uh, commonality between the struggles that we were going through. Totally. I think that's why, that's why I wanted to do these conversations was because, you know, even though our, our industries are different, I mean, yours and ours are, are very similar because we're service-based, yeah. um, but we had that common thing. We were all in this together, even though like restaurants handled it different than we did and retail is different. That's why I think it's kind of interesting. And that's why I'm doing this podcast was just to find out the little nuances of, of everything and how we all just kind of like got through it. Um, and we did a little bit. So now we're reopened. So tell us about reopening. I'm sure it, it was amazing to get back into the chair uh, style and, and see clientele um, and to see some semblance of business happening again. Uh, we're a couple months post that, you know, so how's that going for you? Like, I feel like for us, things have been really smooth and, you know, seeing clients, we haven't had to close down. And it just seems like it's a new normal. So are you feeling that? Yeah, I feel like we have everything down. I feel like I'm used to where we are now, you know, where when we first came back, sure, it was extremely uh, difficult uh, mentally, as well as just kind of like really make sure that we were, um, that everybody was following all the protocols, not just like us, but you know, trying to communicate that to our guests, like these are the protocols and you know, we, we thank you so much for understanding what we have to do in order for us to keep going in business. Um, but now it's, we've been doing it for so long that we have a doubt, it's just, it's just the standard and uh, I'm happy to be open. I didn't realize necessarily at the time what a mental aspect for me it is to be here working. I need it. Like I have to be behind that chair, uh, having that connection with the people because, um, you know, I always tell people I'm extremely fortunate that not only do I get to do something I love and that I'm passionate about, but I get to do it all day long with my friends. Every person that sits in that chair is a friend of mine. And to be able to share a lot of those common experiences or find out what people are going through or, you know, where we can all kind of just lean on each other at the end of the day, social distance leaning, obviously, but, you know, no, no touching, just metaphorically, <laughs> um, has been extremely nice. It's been, it's been great. I'm sure your clients really value that too, because a bit of that is the social aspect of, of the service. Um, and it's just kind of like getting back into having these human connections um, 
as well as their hair um, that they were very concerned about, uh, obviously, and rightfully so, right? Yeah, absolutely. I tell everyone getting your hair done is not just a physical thing. It is 100% mental. And that really nailed it home for me, even on my end, just what, you know, a mental um, release it is for me to be here every single day to create and have that connection with people. Well, for them, it's self-care, right? It's something that, you know, and, and it's touch, it's self-care, um, but it's it's just how to present and and they just feel good, you know, and I think that's so necessary, especially if you're stuck at home and, you know, now, you know, even though people are more either working from home or not, they still have to look good. You still have to have good hair for, for Zooms and be presentable, but it, it makes, it changes how you feel, you know, definitely if, if you're groomed and, and ready and, and really liking your, yourself, a sense of self, right? I tell, yep, I tell everybody beautiful is a state of mind. It has nothing to do with what's on the outside. It's, it's really how you feel on the inside. And if you feel like you're presenting yourself in a way that, um, you like, exactly. It, it's going to radiate through you at the end of the day. So it's very important to, to feel that, to feel beautiful. So what, one thing I wanted to ask is like, what are you finding people are requesting? Like, do you think the hair trends have changed a little bit? Are they more, you know, like obviously fashion has gone a little bit more casual. Like people are, you know, not going into the office so much, or they're not gonna do holiday events. Like, have you found people requesting different haircuts? Like that, I think that would be interesting, like less blowouts or something. So this, the interesting thing is that people that I've known for years or been doing their hair for years that have always had, like, this is their look, right? This is what they wanna be. Well, not being able to go out or see people or get your hair done, for months forced change on a lot of people and their hair grew longer than they would have ever allowed it to be. And some are like, you know what? I want to embrace this and keep this for a while now. So I think maybe the biggest hair trend was change. Right. Is that, and not only with like style and cut and all of that, but also with color, because if you couldn't get in to get your, um, your roots touched up, you know, and that gray started coming through, we've had a lot of people that have just decided, you know what? I've made it this long, now I'm gonna embrace that and we're gonna keep moving on to that direction. Or making that next step to like make small shifts and changes in that. I, I think change, just people being more open to changing their hair now because they can and uh, it gives them something exciting to do. It's not the same old, same old. And part of it was probably just acceptance, right? Like they're like, oh, I used to just always dye my hair and it was this, but I didn't have it for so long, so I'm just gonna embrace it a little bit and maybe go back to a more natural state, maybe, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's been fun to see. Uh, and that some people have gone back to where they, they were originally, and that's good. I tell people they can change their hair or their mind every single time they come in here, and I'm completely fine with that. I'm not locked into anything. I, I think change is good for all of us, so keeps us on our toes and Right. And you're just, you're just there to like, kind of like bring out their vision of like what they internally want, you know, and their own expression. And you're just trying to like create that for them. Right. I think. Bring out the vision and then also give them, you know, not everything can happen in one service. So sometimes it's like, 
manage their expectations as far as like, this is how long it's going to take, or, you know, well, this, you might have to grow your hair out for a while in order for us to achieve this. But, you know, I'm always down. Let, let's do it. Let's, let's have some fun. I always tell people uh, growing out is the long process, but as soon as you hate it, it doesn't matter because we can cut it right off. That's instant gratification. We can always go shorter, but going longer or doing color shifts or color conversions at the end of the day, sometimes those take a little bit longer. So, And they just, just be patient. And, right, exactly. Same thing with that gray grow out. That is, can be a very painful process at the end of the day. And it is, it's a process. It, it, it takes a long time sometimes, but there's different things we can do to kind of like soften that transition. You just have to be ready for the, the long haul at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, totally. I think that's so cool um, that you're just kind of like on the front lines of that, right? And you just know the trends and the changes. Um, do you find that people are, you know, with holidays coming up, or do you think people are, do you know kind of like what they're planning to do? Like, do you think they are going to do celebrations, smaller celebrations? Have they talked to you about that? And like, then do you like kind of think like, okay, we're not going to do really fancy hair. We're going to, you know, they're just hosting dinners at home. And so, you know, the hair will be coming. You know, I have, I have been asking people that question and most people don't know what they're doing for the holidays yet, which to me is a completely acceptable answer. I feel like all of us are living day to day at the moment and each day can bring something new and unexpected. Um, I will tell you this though. I don't, think that there'll be i think we're going to be extremely busy for the holidays because uh pictures are still going to happen i don't care if you're just at home with your family you're not going anywhere there will still be pictures and people want to look good for pictures at the end of the day yeah i mean they still need to celebrate a little bit right because i think there's still a need for that it's just how they do it whether it's just really close family uh small gatherings which is other people that they know um you know, I think gone are the big celebrations so far or people traveling very far. So it might be just, you know, meeting different people locally and having that celebration. But it is interesting because I even think like we're, we're, we have a couple more weeks for uh, Halloween and it's still up in the air. You know, are people trick-or-treating or is it trunk-or-treats or, you know, even that. So I don't even think people are even thinking about Thanksgiving or Christmas, right? You know? No. And I've asked the same thing about are you trick-or-treating or not? And everyone is saying we don't know yet. Um, it will just wait till we get closer to the day to, to figure that out. And I th- think that's a completely acceptable answer today. Like, we all have to wait to see what we're comfortable with and how things are going to roll out, you know. Do you guys have any holidays uh, specials or promotions? Are you guys going to do anything for like Small Business Saturdays? Do you do like any gift so cards? There'll definitely be a a retail promotion or a few retail promotions. We always do that every year. We're still kind of finalizing exactly what that will be. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, I do know that we're going to be offering a add-on service for this. Uh, It's a deep conditioning slash uh, treatment mask. Uh, It's the oil reflections, luminous magnifying elixir. Ooh. It helps to add extra, extra shine and gives a immediate 72-hour anti-frizz effect for your hair. So helps with frizziness and gives a lot of shine, which most people are looking for on a general basis, and especially around the holidays for those pictures. So you can look your best. 
That is awesome. Um, you guys don't really have a slow time of year, really, I don't think, right? No, we stay pretty consistent all the way through the year for the most part. Some months are a little busier than others, but um, it's generally what you think. Are people um, able to book online or do they just call? They have to call. So we, yeah, we have to call here. Um, we have not taken that plunge yet. And the only reason for that is because um, a lot of people want very specific things done and they may not know exactly what to book for. So we would rather you give us a call and speak to one of our guest service representatives who can talk you through it and get a better idea of what services you are looking for. So that way we can make sure your appointment's booked uh, properly and that we've given enough time to provide what you're looking for at the end of the day. Cause we're going to ask a lot of questions for you, your hair, what color it is, what you're trying to go to, you know, there, it's just more than just a booking. Right. Um, and it's just a lot, a lot of, of it's like a pre consultation. That's when it starts. So then you're able to really say the time that they need for it and, and set the expectations there, like what we talked about. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if the guest service representative doesn't know what, to, to book for, they will just have you come in for a free consultation prior to, so you can meet the stylist and talk with them oh. and they can really go through everything with you. That's, that's kind of awesome. And like, that's really more like customization and like just making sure you're right, you're comfortable with what they kind of decide and everything. Absolutely, absolutely. All oh, right, cool. So do you have any personal holiday plans yourself? Have you been thinking anything? Are you going to try to get away? Are you going to stay here or? We're staying here. We're not going anywhere for the rest of the year. Um, we will probably have a, a small friend Thanksgiving this year, like you were saying, just kind of different things. And then, you know, Christmas will be with family for sure. Um, we have some family local that we'll be seeing, but that's as far as I go, as far as like specific plans or anything like that. Nope. No idea. I will figure it out when I get a little bit closer. And okay. So we talked about gift certificates a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's a really good gift to give someone, you know, uh, especially yeah. if they <laughs> love you guys, because I refer a lot of people to you guys too. But so I, I think that the gift gets an easy way to be like, you gotta go see, you know, the Josh's or their team and here's a gift certificate, you know? So the nice thing about a gift certificate, especially to uh, our salon, is that you don't have to pick that out for the person. You make it a dollar amount, you say, here you go, you get to choose what you get to do at the end of the day. Um, to me, it kind of, it makes, that idea of giving a gift a little bit easier. You know that they're going to be taken care of, that they're going to be pampered while they're here. It's going to be a relaxing, fun time, uh, and they're going to walk out feeling amazing. So um, what is a better gift than kind of that joyous, happy feeling you feel after you get your hair done? I don't know. I, I've totally. never found one. I mean, it feels amazing. <laughs> a, you feel like you're pampered, right? But also hair you know, even if you have a person that you love, your hair person, like it's fun to just go someplace else because you can get something different, like a different experience, you know, it, and it's not get material. Get your hair blown you know, out, get it styled, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can yeah. do. It's, and you can try out something you know. new and, and, and then just break away a little bit and then 
see how you like it. And it's an experience, you know, and that, that you just experience, enjoy it, but it, it doesn't stick around. It's not like just like junk, you know, that someone gave you. So it's kind of nice to give that. I always tell people that we do consider ourselves in an, an experience-based salon. You know, not only are you going to come and you're going to get great color, a great cut, you know, what you're looking for at the end of the day, but um, you're going to enjoy the experience of coming here. It's not just get them in, get them out. Right. We take our time. We make sure that you relax, that you, you go through the different motions of the salon. Right. I think um, like even when you step into your salon, it's beautifully decorated, um, but it's, it's the atmosphere, it's the people, um, you know, and it, you know, even the shampoo, I'm sure it's an experience and like, you know, um, you have hand lotion that smells good, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, you do. And so like, it, it is just like, you know, just self-care, it's just a moment for themselves. Can you, can you buy gift certificates? Do they have to come to your location to get them? Uh, you can come in to buy them. You can call and order them over the phone. We have no problem mailing them to you. Um, you can, we can do curbside gift certificates. Whatever best works for you, we will take care of it. Uh, that's, and that's if you just need a physical gift card that you want to give. If, you, if there's nothing physical that you want to give, especially in the age of COVID, you don't have to worry about that either. We keep track of everything in our system. Uh, we have a record of all gift certificates. They end up getting tied to uh, the profile of the person that you're giving it to at the end of the day. So there's nothing, even if you lost the physical gift certificate, it doesn't matter. Like you don't have to do any of that. We keep it on file here for you. That's cool. So it's like setting up an account. You could like set up a tab and just say, hey, I paid for a haircut at Joshua Lawrence Salon. Just go and book your appointment. And it's this much that you can deduct from it and stuff. Absolutely. That's awesome. Okay, we have so people what... that just save their gift certificates forever and just kind of slowly use it here and there and this and that, you know, have that extra treat for them. It's nice. The other, I mean, the other thing I think is, is really cool too is if you know someone goes to you, then throw a gift certificate there because they're going to use it. They're going to spend it, you know, or if it's your partner that they go to, add that in with like Christmas because you're going to spend it anyways. So just put it as part of a, a gift, you know. And we hear it all the time that everybody has that friend or that relative that it's like, oh my gosh, I wish they would come here to you. That's the perfect time to do that too. Give yeah. them the gift of like, get them in the store so that they can also experience this. That's right, because then, then because the gift certificate makes it like they know uh, they don't have to worry. They don't have to worry about paying for it. It's just really just come in, enjoy, get the service, and then walk out. You know. Well, and you understand this too because of your business. You know, most people don't value self care enough in their own lives. They're not going to be the ones that's going to be like, well, I'm going to go book this massage or I'm going to go do this. So sometimes you got to nudge that person a little bit and that's a good way to nudge them. If they need to relax, you know, go get them a gift certificate at Skin Touch so that way they can you do that massage, something they wouldn't normally do for themselves. Because a lot of people are that way. They, they give, 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 and they don't ever think about themselves at the end of the day. I always talk about like how, if you think about how much you do for other people and that just doing a massage, getting a haircut, that is like one hour that is like just for you or an hour and a half or whatever. But that it pales in comparison, like how much you're just doing for other people, other families, coworkers, all of that. Like that's nothing, you know? So- Nothing. 
it's most people have trouble getting five minutes for themselves during a day. So can you imagine a full hour or a couple of hours somewhere where it's the focus is just completely them? It's, uh, it's a great experience. We all need to do more of that, honestly. Totally. Um, okay, so how are some other ways that people watching can kind of support support your business? Um, you know, do you you have an Instagram? I'm sure, and um, or Facebook. We have an Instagram, Facebook at Joshua Lawrence Salon. Very easy. Um, also, I mean, I feel like uh, support. Yes, come support us. Come do this. Uh, I also would like to help just put a little plug in here for the SPCA. I work very closely with them. Uh, nonprofits are having, you know, a tough time right now in this and um, anything that you can give to help um, one of these organizations like the SPCA, um, which their ARF walk is coming up on November 7th, Saturday. Oh, cool. Yep, take a moment get a ticket, you get to walk downtown, get a t-shirt. There's a little festival at um, Maury Park. Um, you know, a nice outdoor social distance activity that you can get out and just, you know, uh, be a part of the community at the end of the day and to keep helping. So that's how you can help support. Yes. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm gonna wrap it up, but I think it'd be funny for people that don't know you, um, talk about Joshua Lawrence Salon and why it's named that and talk about the other co-owner that's not there with you. I think it's a funny <laughs> story of how it became Joshua Lawrence Salon. So um, my husband and I both have the same name. We're both Josh. And we both started working up in DC at Elizabeth Art and Red Door Spas. Um, we were both placed in the same location. Uh, I had worked there a little bit longer um, so our boss came to us, and if you didn't know this, that you really can't have two people with the same name at a spot. You have to have some sort of like identifying factor so you don't get booked with the wrong Josh at the end of the day. So she said, do you want to change your name or do you want him to like pick a stage name at the end of the day? And I said, well, most people know me as Josh, so let me keep Josh and he can pick a stage name. Well, he picked Lawrence, um, which is my middle name. And I asked him in the elevator one day, I was like, well, why did you pick Lawrence? And he's like, well, it's my middle name. <laughs> and so we both have the same first and middle name. We're both Joshua Lawrence. I go by Josh here. He goes by Lawrence. But, you know, we, we both answer to a lot of different things. So I, I love that story. And that's how you got Joshua Lawrence Salon. That's right. Joshua Lawrence Salon. Oh, well. It was we couldn't great. name it anything else. Yes. You can't name it anything yep. else because of that. Yep. Uh, okay, well, I totally miss you. Have not seen you since shut down. We've talked a bunch, but I'm so glad we did this. Um, so thank you for it's indulging. So nice to see your beautiful face. I know. Okay, so we'll try to meet up soon. Have drinks, okay? Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye, Brian. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening to Behind the Register. I'm your host, Brian Lamb, and this episode was produced by Haley Harkins. Special thanks to Fredericksburg, Virginia Main Street for hosting our episode. We hope you enjoyed knowing a bit more about your local small business. Please support your local business for Small Business Saturday and this upcoming holiday season. If you like what you heard, support us. Share, comment, and give us a like. We'll catch you next time as we go Behind the Register.